0: Welcome to the Sangani Show, where we will talk about everything, health, wealth, and wisdom. I came to the U.S. in 1983 from Mumbai, India with $10.45 in my pocket and with a big dream in my heart. Now, I'm a practicing cardiologist, a businessman, an entrepreneur, life mentor, and most importantly, a dad. I have lost some, I won some. But every time I lost or won, I learned even more. And my success has not been easy, but finally I made it. And my next mission is to help you do the same, learn from my experiences, and that is life is a business. Hello, and welcome to the Sangani Show. And you guessed it right. My name is Dr. Bharat Sangani your favorite doctor and your host. Today in the series that we started, Ask the Expert, we have a very special guest today. As you know, the last time we had a marketing expert on our show, Lindsay Huttner, and today we have another key important part to build businesses is an expert in accounting expert who generally is known as Uh, CFO. The viewers for this show belong to three categories is health, wealth, and wisdom. For the wealth part, lots of entrepreneurs log into to view this show. And today we're going to talk about very important component of uh, a business running. When I first started my business, First, I created the plan and the first person we hired was a CFO. So what is a CFO? I'm going to let our guest explain that to you. I'm just going to keep that acronym as this acronym. But let me first introduce our guest, the expert today. His name is Mr. Yatin Gandhi. He serves as a chief financial officer and treasurer of Ankur Enterprises Incorporated, the same place where I work. He joined Ankor in 2004 and quickly became a key member of the executive management team. Mr. Gandhi brings with him 25 years of experience with a strong background in the financial management and risk management functions of multiple real estate, non-real estate operating businesses in the space of casual dining and healthcare activities, activities etc. He also manages a significant portion of Encore's investments as a private equity investments. So he has a varied view, varied experience of how all these businesses are done. And single-handedly, he runs um, private company as well as uh, multiple public companies that Ankur Enterprises uh, owns outright uh, in, in various parts of the, the world. So welcome to our show, Yatin. It's always a pleasure to see you. Uh, the first question i'm going to start is what is a cfo
1: so first thank you doc for the introduction and and just to kind of uh, give the audience a little bit of background about myself uh, i think doc did a very good job at it but uh you know uh, i originally you know from i'm originally from india and i i've been living in united states for almost 21 years now uh, i was born in the middle class family in the city of mumbai and where we used to own about 300 square foot of house and, and essentially with more than eight people staying in that apartment. That was a time I realized that um, I better do something in life and, and better study uh, so I can improve my, uh, my standard of living and, and my uh, quality of life. So with, with, with that desire, I got in me that the, the aspiration and and the, and the motivation to to take my education seriously, and 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 and, and that was the beginning. So I, I kind of started, you know, with my school, and and uh, originally I wanted to pursue engineering. Very soon I realized that uh, engineering was a financial burden to to my family, so I kind of uh, started with uh, the changing the path to accounting. So I did my bachelor's in uh, with the major in accounting, and while I was doing my bachelor's i did uh, charter accountancy and and that is one of the most accredited and acknowledged uh, curriculum in the areas of uh, uh, accounting so that's how i started my career with uh, price waterhouse coopers and uh, was there with the company for 3 years and uh, before i was planning to start my own independent practice and and uh, but the destiny had something else for me and uh, i was fortunate to come to united states so being in the United States for three years, working for a public accounting firm, and then and then eventually joining Encore as 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 a senior accountant. But to kind of answer Doc's question, CFO is all about numbers. You know, CFO obviously stands for Chief Financial Officer, and and, and as you know, uh, it plays a very integral part of uh, the 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 company's success. So to to me, uh, CFO is someone who is not just talking about the historical financial. To me, CFO is somebody who is a strategic partner to the organization. It plays a very dual leadership role, not only of managing the people around you uh, or reporting to you, but also the people who are in the operations working around you. So that's what the, the short answer, uh, long answer to your short question.
0: No, no, it's it's very important uh, distinction that you made. that. In general, when people talk about accounting or CFO, they call it bean counting. And this used to be the term uh, for, for the accountants and the, the CFOs in the past to identify them. But world has changed. As we have constantly seen, Enron probably would not have happened as the way it folded if there was the right CFO and the right precautions were, were taken. Unfortunately, a good CFO and bad CFO makes all the difference in the in the world. I personally running a company is don't have enough time to look at the statistics, look at the financials of the company, and I really need a strong partner to, to run the company properly. Because most of the people who are entrepreneurs, they're visionary. And they usually don't have time or they ignore. The, the telltale sign of impending failure or success either way. And you need somebody else um, to, to measure those, uh, for a lack of better word, measure those, count those beans and then keep company in well-organized fashion. And that's why I always say uh, and even this show we, we call it you are only as good as your CFO. It's, it's unbelievable how much a CFO, how much weighs in on on a CFO's shoulders. So going back to that, please explain to our audience what was the reason we chose CFO as the first position to fill in our organization when we started doing business and why should everybody follow that path that there is some accounting measure, whether it's a full-fledged CFO or a partial CFO, or, or outsourced CFO, but some sort of accounting measure must be placed when a company starts transacting in the real world.
1: Yeah, I think one of the important things you mentioned uh, was how you know the CFO plays a role in, in in managing the entire organization. And what I would say here is, uh, one of the important traits of a CFO is uh, uh, un- Compromised integrity and ethical standards. At the end of the day, we, we are the, the custodians of everyone's money and, and who are those everyone? I mean, it's first obviously starts with the company and the owners and when then when they're investing their money into the company and, and, and doing different businesses, it's very important for a CFO to ensure that, that the funds are properly deployed. They have been properly utilized and, and there are no signs of any frauds or any issues surrounding any of those. Then we talk about uh, the investor's money. So not only the investors are, you know, they're bringing their hard-earned money into investing into the companies, it's important for, for us as a CFO to give them the correct picture, the right picture, and, and understand where it exactly stands from the perspective of the overall project or the overall company. And the last is the, the lenders. You know, the lenders are also investing in the company in the form of a debt structure and a debt instrument so thereby it's very important for them to understand where where the projects are headed how things are moving along in the company and how operationally the company is doing so that's where the CFO plays a very active role in 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 passing on the messages to the different groups of people and acting more as a custodian for their money
0: now that's a very important distinction you made integrity and compliance are two very important factors I always mention for success is an individual or as a, as a company. and And CFO is that guard who manages that compliance and the integrity. And that's very well said. So. Tell us what should a budding entrepreneur or a company should look for in a CFO tomorrow, let's say, I start another company, and I'm looking for a CFO. How do I how do I find a CFO? And then what do I look for once I f- have five people in front of me to decide who to
1: hire? Sure. No, I think this is a very important uh, point you made of hiring a right person in the company. It is important not only for the CFOs for everyone you hire in the company that it fits your culture. So that's the key to hiring anybody. Talking specifically about a CFO, I think the more, apart from the the traditional responsibilities and the traditional functions a CFO does, it is important for the the CEO or, or the person or management hiring the CFO to understand what is the broader horizon he's coming with. Is he seeing a bigger picture? It is not just about reporting the historical financials. It is how about reporting the financials, analyzing the financials, making sure that it, with the analysis, he comes up with the more meaningful report to the organization, which eventually helps them make good decisions. So that's the key. I mean, it is not just about, uh, you know, hey, you know, here are the reports and, 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 and you decide what you want to do. It's playing, playing a very important role in in, in in deciding with the CEOs and the management of what actions to be taken, What are the places where there are strengths what are the places there are weaknesses and accordingly guide the management to take right decisions. so that's where the key now obviously the second thing is the the reliability and the dependability which is very important and then the last thing i would say is working under pressure this is the most important thing i think someone should ask a cfo because to a cfo accounting is a science and an art to a ceo everything is done yesterday so to, to create that balance between the CFO and the management, it is very important that you be able to work under that pressure, meet your deliverables, send accurate information, and and then kind of still get things done on time. So so that's the important piece that working under pressure becomes an important element for a CFO.
0: I think that's that's a very important point which I didn't even think of, that uh, it, it's a very responsible position and besides the integrity and compliance uh, just presenting the number itself doesn't mean anything. And most of us, uh, what I used to remember, and I might be mixing up the companies, but the Southwest airline, uh, the people who really ran the company in the past, they did made a really most successful um, uh, airline company in the, in the history of uh, airlines. And I was told, that they did not know how to even read the financials. They're totally dependent on on CFO. So that's how important this position, uh, position is. And understanding the numbers and representing the numbers to the management in the way it makes sense is the right way for the CFO to be in that position, to be justifying that position that he is in. Having discussed about what should we look for the cFO what are the jobs cFO does now let's talk about um, how what are the certain parameters that show tells
1: you that the company is financially healthy and 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 that's uh that's the the question everybody wants to understand and 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 look into when they actually study the company uh to me personally as a cFO I would feel one of the most important factor is the liquidity as you always say cash is the king you know and and cash in bank is the is the ultimate test of every successful business how the business has done from where it started to where we are today so liquidity obviously solves the short-term the working capital needs of the company and the next thing i would think of would be the solvency and what it means is what is the company's ability today to pay the short-term and the long-term debt. Does company has enough reserves built in, whether it would be in the form of an investments or a liquid cash or marketable securities, either way, but does the company has today the ability to pay their short-term and long-term debt? So That's all talking about the solvency. The third is the operating efficiencies. Especially when you're running a business, the, the operating margins they, they form a very key statistics to, to the organization who are actually operating the businesses. So, I mean, you may sell a burger for $10, but if your cost of making a burger is $9, it doesn't make sense. So it's important thing is, where are your operating margins? So that's one another area where essentially you need to look at is to, are we meeting the margins as per the industry standards, or are we, over budgeting and, are sorry, are we actually even crossing over those standards? So that's the important thing. And the last thing which people generally don't see, but I still look at net profit at the end of the day, because uh, there are companies like the Teslas of the world where they were negative cash flow in the in the first several years. In Amazons, so you can you know about the Amazon story. So these are the companies where they eventually started with a negative working capital, negative funding, and then a the negative net income. But eventually the true test is when they're actually getting positive. And that's the sign which is important that how long does it take for for operations or a business unit to become from negative to positive, and and the faster it is, the the more successful business it is. So that's where some these are the parameters to see, and all of these eventually you know translates to the to the net worth, you know, and 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 higher the net worth, essentially it it stronger the company is.
0: Again, uh, viewers, um, entrepreneurs, we are always thinking in terms of growth. We are always thinking in terms of. Product. We are always thinking in terms of services, but what Yatin just mentioned in the in the last answer to the question is, is so important to run the company properly. You must, must, must pay attention for all these items that he mentioned, starting from liquidity all the way to net worth or in, in between your ability to pay short term, long term uh, debt and stay in, in, in business. If you miss out, these are the basic fundamentals of running a business. And the only person who truly can keep this in, in line is your CFO. CFO is a very important position in in your company. Please don't discount it. Please don't try to cut corners around this kind of work that is needed to make a company successful. And, and, and Yatin's your, your ideas are, are really worth uh, noting it and and see how that can make you successful. I've always, every entrepreneur I've met, I always said, make sure you have enough liquidity. And it always goes opposite, right? When you are just a budding entrepreneur, you never have enough cash. You always have grand visions. And and 85% of the small businesses, they end up closing in the first two years because they have not thought through what will happen in, 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 a, in a bad situation where the cash will dry out. And trust me, it happens to every single business. And it's how you get out of that situation or you prepare for the situation is the most important part. Having said that, um, Yatin, tell us, just dovetailing to this discussion, what is the value of a budget in a business and how does a CFO play a role in the budget formation?
1: Very, very important. I think uh, one of the things uh, which I always kind of uh, tell my management is, the, is there an acceptance of the budget in a right and a positive attitude by the team who are actually going to be executing the budget? See, that's where the biggest disconnect today is where the, the top management executives are giving the milestones. There is a disconnect between talking to the, the people who are actually going to be running with those budgets and trying to uh, ensure that those budgets are met. So, the critical piece first, to answer your question, Doc uh, budgets are very important in, in, in essentially laying out a foundation as to where the company is going to eventually end. And uh, there are ways to do budgets. People do budgets for one year, people do budgets for five years, ten years. I personally believe budgets for one year are the most productive budgets, because uh, it's very difficult to predict two years, five years, ten years from now in terms of the numbers. But uh, but uh, once you predict the first year of budget, it's important that you predict that budget with the help of your management, with the help of your operations team. So when you engage them and then essentially uh, work with them to create a budget, it makes a more sensible budget and when you have a budget you can plan your activities what it helps you do is you know what kind of resources you need for that specific unit you allocate those resources and then you have you know ample cash available outside of the the requirements which you can deploy for other units so that's why the budget becomes a very critical piece but also it is not just about creating a budget it is also about uh, executing and making sure that there is an accountability built into it because a lot of people they create budgets and 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 they feel happy about it hey we have a budget we're going to make hundreds and millions of dollars but how are you monitoring it during the year every month you should be monitoring that with your operations team to see we are on track is there an accountability factor built in there should be a balanced scorecard you know with all these individuals to ensure that every single line item on the budgets are not only been reviewed, monitored, but they're also being asked about questions as if they're not in, in, in budget. So again, you know, budget are very important if they are followed through in the full cycle. Just creating a budget and just sitting on it and then at the end of the year if you don't meet budgets and hey, what happened and and it, it is, it's not worth. So it's important that we essentially create those budgets and then walk with them every single month and essentially make sure that if there are ins and outs if there are overs or unders we essentially review them and then discuss them and and essentially follow up to them
0: so such an important point uh, viewers i always maintain liquidity and budget two things in running a business should never be ignored and there are much of other things too but these two are the top two budget is very very important Trust me, if something doesn't make sense on a paper, I promise you, it's not going to make sense in, in, in real life. And we are, today we are sitting here with the with money man, the CFO, or the money man, right? And, and no discussion is over or is, is meaningful unless we talk about how to save taxes. Because there are two ways to make money, right? One is to make money, work hard and then create revenues. And the second is to pay less taxes. Now, I hate to use the word pay less taxes because it kind of creates a negative connotation to it. But be as it may, our economy has been built on, on structure that is called tax incentives, tax deferrals, things like that, which supposedly enhances um, the economy on a, on a long run basis. So, Yatin, tell us a little bit about what businesses can do to save taxes and all the way up to opportunity zone that that you and I have enjoyed thoroughly over the past few years.
1: No, definitely, and and uh, you know one of the things, uh, and this is a kind of a uh, a joke in our community, and since you are a physician here, you can very well relate to it. You know, uh, it says that you know when 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 a patient comes to uh, a doctor and and if a doctor makes a mistake what happens patient dies okay so then accountant comes in here as cpa and he says you know what when a client comes to me you know and, and if we make a mistake what happens so the client commits suicide <laughs> so it's 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 in both the scenarios you know uh the 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 ultimate uh uh message is, is that we have to be very diligent and you have to be very careful of what we do and what we say and, and tax is such a thing where, you know, this is the last dollar going out of the pocket and it goes to the IRS, uh, assuming they never come back. So it's important that you do have a proper strategy surrounding the, the tax matters. So to kind of uh, answer your question, I mean, there are different strategies, you know, I mean, depending on the industry, I mean, there are so many uh, reforms, there are so many, uh, uh incentives available today especially in the market where we are uh, depending on the kind of business you are in if you're in a real estate business there are opportunities about the uh, qualified opportunity zones the bonus depreciation strategies um, the when comes when you talk about the operating businesses there are uh, you know those uh, credits for uh, oppor- opportunity credits uh, or uh, and uh, i think they call it the wotc credits there so, so these are the other options where depending on the kind of uh, the businesses you are, you can tap into those uh, areas. Uh, but again, you know, uh, you need to think from the long term perspective rather than a short term perspective. None of those tech strategies are going to get benefit in, in year one, year two. If you look from the from the global perspective, from the long term perspective, those are savings are going to come eventually to us. But again, there are different ways to handle and tackle it depending on the kind of industry you are in.
0: Sure. So, and I'm sure Micah will put Yatin's contact info. Feel free to reach out to Yatin. He's a very busy individual, but I'm sure he will guide you through this for any questions you may have. And again, uh, thanks again for thanks again to the viewers for for tuning in today. Um, please, as I always finish up by saying, follow us on all social media. We are we are present, even though I am not a great social media player. I got great people who help me uh, keep a presence uh, always alive. There are interesting news on the social media. Feel free to go to the website uh, www.paratsangani.com and sign up for the newsletter for the life. Because life is a business today. And this was our second episode for our Ask the Expert today. And Yatin, thank you again for coming and
1: giving us great insight. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank, thank you to all the listeners here. Uh, any questions, as Doc says, uh, always welcome to reach out to me and happy to answer to the extent I can. Thank you again.
0: Thank you and see you guys again uh, soon.